what is up my gaggle geeks welcome to a quick live review uh maybe it'll be quick depends on what we're gonna do today we're gonna be talking about tiger king i briefly talked about this last night saying what the fuck was i watching i was like three episodes in finished all seven and uh we've got a lot to talk about and by we i mean me and another guest that i have on jim stevens welcome to the show thanks for coming on uh thanks for having me Woohoo! Been- I love talking about tigers and kings. So tiger kings, um, and I can't believe the the backstory. I, w- I can't wait till we talk about this. Anyways, uh, I gotta ask, where did- when did you first did you know about this guy before the documentary? So that's I didn't realize it until you, later when they showed it was clip. last week tonight. Um, but I think I even saw it before that. Like I'm, I, I remember as clear as day as he, him running for president, and it might have been Joel or Oliver or whatever. But that his whole I'm gay and I'm, <laughs> I got guns and tigers. <laughs> I, I remember that promo so vividly that I'm like, that's that's Joe Exotic, and it oh, all man. like oh. yep. clicked when he's like, I am gay. I do have warrants out for my arrest. Like. <laughs> And you don't you know, know the story. It was crazy. Oklahoma or whatever it was. Did somebody just look at that last week tonight clip and go, "Hey, this is exactly what we need to make a Netflix series about"? Or like, I don't know even how this got started, but it's crazy. Um, we've talked about everything for the first hour before even jumping into this. I want to actually, yeah, right? before like, jumping into like, the review, talk we... about you a little bit and have have people learn a little bit about your backstory, where you came from, and just why you love movies. Uh, I've been doing since I was a little kid. That's about the only thing I was really good at. I wasn't good at, I mean, I was pretty good at sports. I was pretty good at that, but I had a big mouth. Uh, I was a state champion in high school, got a full ride scholarship in drama to you know, go to college and started making films. It just, the one thing that I just seemed to come easy for me was making films. Uh, I got to beat Edgar Allan Poe and other people are like, you're you're not supposed to just go step on a movie set and, and like hey, they gave me the part um yeah i i got f- two three years of arctic circle commercials that just ended a couple of years ago and i didn't want to go to the first audition and they ended up signing me to the, some stupid contract and they're all like what brought you here i'm all i brought one of my students <laughs> but it's the one thing that just for some reason i've been really good at and i've been lucky i come from the stevens brothers clan i got an older brother david Younger brother Nate, who both uh, do a lot more acting than I do, and I've gotten more behind the, in the directing and the writing and the producing part of it. Uh, had a class for ten years called Actors Anonymous or AA, which was very <laughs> fitting, very clever. Yeah, and then um, just recently blew it all up, started over, and now I'm, I'm starting back from uh, my roots, taking my iPhone, no lights, and my little brother, and just filming whatever comes into our heads and that's basically what i'm doing now so came from doing it my whole life to been real lucky i've been i've worked with adam sandler anthony hopkins philip seymour hoffman okay oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Fucking stop pause what okay so we, <laughs> let's let's go through <laughs> let's go through the list again in which films and what is the craziest story of that holy shit punch drunk Very love lead. have you seen punch drunk yes, love it's on absolutely. hbo right now the four brothers from Provo. That's me and my real brothers. Oh. Um, yeah. The go. phone sex operator is a really good personal friend of ours. And originally it was supposed to be John C. Riley and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as the Provo brothers. And Sean Penn was supposed to be Philip Seymour Hoffman's part. It shuffled. All of a sudden, 
Paul's looking for brothers from Provo. The phone sex operator goes, you want brothers from Provo? I know four blonde brothers from Provo. <laughs> Next thing we know, we're sending in tapes. They fly us out. Everything that we're wearing in that movie was what we showed up to to meet um, Paul Thomas Anderson. They took the clothes off of us and said, yep, this is what we want. That is awesome. Did and you, then the next five so working, months we filmed. You got to talk with Adam Sandler, meet him? or A lot. Okay, so what is he? He seems like he's pretty easygoing. One of the coolest dudes ever. Like That's awesome. I meet, I meet a lot of movie stars that are, are D-bags, that are not <laughs> good people. And they don't just, like, Steven Seagal is not a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Sandler's a good dude. And anytime anybody wants to talk, they don't know. They don't know what he has to put up with. A good dude, and on top of it, uh, my nephew at the time was running for class president. Made him a tape for Payson Elementary class president that he sent off for nephew for no reason. Signed all autographs for everyone. He was doing Mr. Deeds at the same time, so he was double doing movies because of the the, the writer strike that was coming up. Mm-hmm. Every night he'd empty his beer fridge, and he goes for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. That's awesome. You knew we drank them. Yeah, but he was awesome. Philip Seymour Hoffman, we spent the most time with, and for oh my God. This and if, if anyone knows like Paul a... Thomas Anderson, he will reshoot, overshoot, go back, and we we're actually shot for four or five months in everything we did two or three times, and he used to do three-hour movies, and we had enough content for that. Got whittled down to the ninety minutes. I get a lot of close-ups. I don't say anything best close-ups i've ever been in but philip seymour <laughs> hoffman didn't talk to us very cold i thought he was an ass yeah um four months never talked to us he rapped before we did he comes over to our lunch table and he's like this jolly dude going oh my gosh that was so much fun that was, that was so much great like when oh, i come wow. in for sundance and i figured out that because our characters didn't like each other yeah he wasn't gonna like us for four the, and i learned so much about acting right then wow and since then, he would always call. He'd come from Sundance. He'd check in. Um, like, we heard from him a couple months before. He, um, sweet, sweet, sweet guy. And yeah. it was like, the weirdest thing in the world. Action Jackson, you know who that is? Mm-mm. Carl Weathers. Oh, well, start with Carl he's Weathers. A of Adam uh, start with Apollo Creed if we're going to do anything with him. No, 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 no. That's how we started with him. <laughs> or like, Action Jackson. It's like all the movies I've done, you remember Action Jackson? Mm, okay. <laughs> That is um, so cool. Just weird. We's Guzman, uh, and we're just sitting there getting paid to be ourselves. Like the shirt I was wearing, if anyone knows anything about Extra Large Store, that's the uh, Beastie Boys clothing company. Well, the shirt I was wearing is an out-of-date shirt from the Beastie Boys company. And so my stunt double, they needed an Extra Large shirt. So they went and had Extra Large print one of one, my shirt that uh my stunt double wore that now is up in my closet so i have one that's out of date that no one else has plus the one that they had to reprint uh-huh. just for the movie <laughs> jeez and, and i gotta keep that one too oh my god well uh paul was paul was really cool he was dating fiona apple at the time fiona apple was really cool uh that was unreal and then the movie i wouldn't want to say bombed but i don't think people really got it especially for what paul does yeah but since then it's the only movie in paul thomas anderson's library that's got a, a criterion uh a accolade on it mm-hmm. 
So well, it's one of the first movies that Adam Sandler was taken seriously too. Like you're a part of history, man. Like you're yeah. not you're not in like one of the later Chuck and Larry films. You're in no. you're in an important part of his acting career yeah. too. That's fucking yeah. And awesome. when people are like, oh, I didn't like that movie, I'm like, it's okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's the experience that was more interesting. <laughs> he got nominated for a Golden Globe for that one. He didn't for um, Uncut Gems, which he was robbed, no. by the way. I was going to ask, did you feel a personal stake in it when <laughs> when he didn't get yeah. nominated? Okay. Oh, and, and nice. don't get me wrong. I was not a Robert Pattinson fan. Went back and saw what the Safdie brothers did with uh, Robert Pattinson in Uncut Gems. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Good Time. Uh, Good Time? Yeah. And if you haven't seen that movie. Oh, no. It's, it's on. Uh, right now, you can go watch it on. Uh, uh, it's on I think Netflix. Hulu. No, Netflix. That's right. It it's just moved over to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I've never seen filmmakers who invoke panic, and they're like, "What do you mean by invoking panic?" I'm like, "Well, the, by the music and the way they shoot and the the loud. The, these aren't good people, and good things don't happen to them. But you find yourself invested. I had a panic attack after watching Uncut Gems. A full on panic attack. <laughs> And other people I know had the same things. Other people I like, hate that movie. I'm like, that's fine. But to invoke panic, who other, what other filmmakers could you tell me that's their style is to invoke panic in you? That's a good not question. fear, not anger, panic. Mm. I think David Fincher can get that, but he does. He can get there, but most of the time he's more like, let's unsettle you more than anything. Pure <laughs> panic. I mean, shit, Michael Bay. Safety brothers. They. they <laughs> And and this year's uh, Oscars really made me it really upset me. There was enough because you can nominate up to ten best pictures, mm-hmm. and they did nine, and they played it so safe. And I thought they could have put in the Lighthouse. They could have put in uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. They could have put in uh, you know all these other ones. Just even though it wasn't going to win, just stick it in there. Just make and, it, yeah. It's like it, you're not doing it. For like for any type of you're not trying to do something to say oh we're doing it just because it's the farewell and it's Asian and we want to make sure that they're represented. Right. They were great films. Like they yes, were they great were. films that people j- just sat on, and you that's the biggest like crime. Peanut Butter Falcon, something's wrong with you. Also, yeah, Peter Butter Falcon I, is that on Amazon Prime? I know the farewell just got on it, and Honey Boy is Honey on Boy that is. now as well. But I don't know if Peanut Honey Butter. Boy you is. can probably rent it. You can rent anything on Amazon. Dude, the, the the art of self defense with Jesse Eisenberg is freaking oh, brilliant. Oh, I missed that one. That's one I maybe I'll catch go, up go on that one today. Put that on your list for this week, dude. Cool. That's one of those dark, dark comedies. All I'll say is it's about a guy who gets beat up, takes karate classes. It goes from white belt to orange belt, right? Yeah. That's about as long as he's in karate, and that's all the movie takes place. That's how quickly he's in karate. <laughs> it's brilliant, dude. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg either really, really good or sucks. (laughs) I wonder how Jesse Eisenberg would, would, uh, I guess, uh, measure up in a cage with 15 tigers. Or at least even working for this guy. I feel like, I feel like this dude. Let's let's, bring back. Yeah, let's bring back to Joe Exotic. Because how how could anybody work for a guy, first of all, that's named Joe Exotic without... Like thinking maybe there's something I should know it up front before starting to work. The dude, the, the other dude, the, the, the blonde. Mm. How do you not know you work for a cult? And that guy, the uh, blonde dude, what was his name? Uh, that's that's terrible to bring that up and not know. But the, the, the one, the guy that lived up north at the very end of the seventh episode, they said his ranch just got... Uh, Rated? Yeah. Um, 
that dude, um, he was even more like hundred bucks a week. You're doing it twenty four seven. Um, but do you know who Rick Kirk Kirkham is? Uh, no. Do you Rick, tell? if do you, you Rick is the guy that came in to do the reality show that ended up getting burned up. Okay, you know I wasn't catching names in this. It was a lot of just. Right. Uh, wide-eyed what-the-fuck-isms with, <laughs> with most of it. But that's where I think the I want to know more because he mm. kind of let something go. You remember him saying that he had to film a reality TV show that showed this guy as being a competent zookeeper? And he, and he really regretted it. Yeah, because how they could edit it and make it look that way. So I'm... Mm. You know when you have footage how you can take it. So how much, of, how, how much crazy was it really? Or... Did they edit it? Did they even edit this version to make him look better? Yeah. Well, I'm looking through the pictures to try to find the guy, but it, it is insane, like, how Old he made the deal with him where he could own all the footage. He owned all the footage, even for yeah, his stupid stuff. Studio. I loved any time he, like, had to kind of go up against this guy to be like, no, man, you're not going to die from anything I'm doing here. Or, like, I own, I own all of your footage. I don't even, like, yeah. and I own you, Dude. too. <laughs> it's like, whoa. He had to have burned it down himself, right? Joe Exotic burned down his own mm. his own gator shack. Uh, I don't know though. It could be Carol. That's the picture that I have up right now of Carol. Can we can we okay. talk about this craziness that started? Because really, when it comes down to it, King Tiger exists purely out of. Have you seen Curb Your Enthusiasm this season? Oh yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, fucking yeah. spite store. Like <laughs> it's a spite lawsuit. They're spite like, lawsuiting like each David other. Brilliant. It's really, it really is crazy how far down they both go to try to destroy each other, and how far sighted like their initial goals were. Like this lady, if her intentions were clear to like want to do like animal rescue, she killed her husband, things. right? I was getting to that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she fell right, to attack, right? Yeah. Well, if they're gonna make a music video all about it, they certainly aren't You're saying she kidding. didn't. And then we've got, like, the guy with, when they were doing the reality show and how much you kept going through and looping back the shot of him in that crown chair. He's like, I am the King Tiger. You can see I'm the drone. King. You can see the drone on the ground. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I don't, like, sharks, big cats like that, bears, like, uh, I've had to do films with bears. Uh, a big horse, like, big champion ho- Here, hold on to the reins of, you know, a big, huge, no, <laughs> like could kill you for no reason seriously I, I have no interest to be around that that kind of big animal that uh, no no what is the and ratio of who, who's more wrong in this you know what i mean you got his two lovers that admittedly aren't gay that are with him yes but are being with him for the pot and meth <laughs> there's <laughs> and that's minute two like <laughs> yeah, no, they like, really i'm just trying to, i'm just trying to put together like a because if you had to explain it to someone, you couldn't just say it was about Joe Exotic because it wasn't because there was all these side characters. Totally. The one with no teeth ended up getting the one girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. Marrying the, her, the secretary. Young, uh, his secretary. The secretary. That worked with him the longest, actually. <laughs> and the the young, handsome one still that that scene. I don't that that one affected me. Let's, that let's one where paint, it's on the Joe Exotic uh, campaign. a little bit because. I guess we're not doing a good job of explaining him. Joe Exotic is essentially the most backwoods Cajun 
kind of <laughs> kind of like guy that just stumbled upon owning tons of tigers and being able to like have his own petting farm, start moving the tigers from state to state, doing illegal shit. To schools to pets, petting at schools a, where he was doing the magic tricks. A complete narcissist with... of every in every sense of the word. Like really he to the point. Learned magic from an eight year old. Yeah, the, remember the royalty complex just... literally made him a king in this sense. <laughs> Joe Exotic. How would he ran how for would president? It be, do you have a nickname? Did you have a nickname? Uh, I did, but it was from bullies. So I don't know uh, what nickname isn't. Well, I don't know. It would go Pat yep. every once in a while. Pat would be the thing. I was Jim Smooth. You see, for, that's sexy. I'd go for that. That's like JB Smooth type stuff. That's cool. But it was, but it was because. Wait, what's your what happened? What happened was very embarrassing story and all my brother could do was laugh at me for 20 minutes and say smooth you're so smooth to where you know flash forward 10 years later and your own mother's still calling you smooth i'm like can we let that go but what what is your middle name does it start with a b christensen ah so close because if it was a b oh that's another quick adam sandler story my other brother his name is michael dennis we call him mike d talking to him this is our brother mike d adam sandler's like yeah i got a buddy named mike d Look at him like, no, that's the Mike D. That's just a Mike D. <laughs> oh, God. The, that's the Mike D. But yeah, uh, Joe Exotic, to get that nickname and give it to yourself, you mm-hmm. always have to worry about people to give themselves nicknames. Seriously, um, And then to go with Joe Exotic. Well, to, to be a guy, like, I can't imagine, first of all, the, the urge to do it. I remember the urge to just, like, I need all of the animals and I want them in cages and I want tigers. Like I just, what was one of the people, one of the people, I think it was his first boy, the one that has the tattoo of a model mm-hmm. all over him. He was like, Probably I needed to Joe feel, Exotic. I needed to feel my animal. No, I needed to, I was using drugs to fuel my animal addiction. Dude, was I was like, that's too. totally just backwards. There the, whole, the whole series for seven episodes, he's just sitting there with no shirt on. I know, right? <laughs> they were like, can you please dude, just... The dude would kill both of us. Totally. <laughs> yep. I wonder if they were just like, let him. Just don't don't question the guy. But he was like, I, I was using my meth addiction to feed my animal addiction. It's like, that's backwards, first of all. Like, no, I was... Yeah. He was selling drugs to feed his animal addiction. That's the exact wording. Can you imagine that's where you are in your life? You're like, here's your options. You're like, let's see, I can go to school, get an education, Walmart's hiring, or I can uh, go smoke crystal meth and uh, play with baby tigers. Ugh. Well, here's a go shot of, of, the, uh, of one of the boyfriends. This was the younger one, and we haven't really talked about how they all got together. It... it, it <laughs> Because like Joe, so Joe Exotic I mean, it was very much he, and this is what most manipulative people do. And I'm just gonna say it: like the guy is a gross dude. Like there's nothing yeah. about this oh, yeah. that makes me think that he's redeemable. Maybe some things he didn't do, but he's not a redeemable bro. But even his music sucks. Oh my god! He's but his music is amazing. Song. Oh my god! I love his music so much. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. Is this, you can't it. help. That's what, you can't like. You go off on a tangent, and like you almost have to have someone else help you on this one because you're like, okay, pull it back, pull it back. You're going off of the weeds. It's like, yeah, but I'm just took this the whole music act that he did. He had his own country music act, totally. and he recorded everything all about him eating uh, always I, I recording wish I could put in an overlay of some country music because i would totally just start imitating he was just like 
Here, Kitty yeah, Kitty. That's only security it's, totally dub. <laughs> it's it's obviously the the stu- You know, he's put on the the dub to make his voice sound somewhat decent. Oh, it's but so here, much Kitty dark. Kitty. And he, yeah, it's a it's so it's much the deeper. one song I remember, <laughs> and it's the one where he's feeding uh, meat to the impersonator. Yes, because Joe, like Joe, has had a lot of enemies in this situation, and one of the enemies was someone that was at a tiger conservation. Group she she owned a tiger conservation place who started the same way they did and knew that he was doing the shipping but had done the same thing but it turned into just a rivalry rivalry of who can sue each other the most and who had the most money ended up being the person that won in the end but he got killed her husband and fed him to tigers and had and that's where the music video comes in because she allegedly did murder her husband. And they have so much, like, circumstantial evidence about it. The case is kind of still open. Was that a case that was still open that they said? I Well, they, they officially the closed open. It. After five years, she had it closed, but the investigators said they never closed it. Something long. Mm. It was just so on, on stinking real. She didn't seem remorseful at all. But then no. again, I don't, I'm not here to tell anyone what it's like when you lose a loved one like that. But she sure shafted that whole, his first family. But <laughs> then... Where Joe took it was even more crazy because he, yeah. it's like if, it's like if I went insane and then just started green screening everything. Yeah. Yeah. And just like it, it where the poor, he would bring in some like fucking fuck dolls with like dildos in their mouths and saying, this is you shooting the dolls in the head and being like, if you come with here. real live ammo. How did he not know that this wouldn't come back to bite him in the ass hard? Cause yeah. Whole, he well, I learned tigers. a lot about, uh. I learned a lot about uh, freedom of speech laws. Apparently, yeah. you can say all that stuff. Oh, uh, that's not, and it, you can't hold you for any of that because that you can say it. It's it's not until you do it. Yeah. Like, unreal. And that's just like, and I'm trying to think of, and that's just the original crew plus all the people that he would hire. Basically, they'd come in from the bus stop, and if they were there over till the next morning, they had nowhere to go. That's when he knew he could just show up to the. You know, there's nowhere else for them to go. Well, I'll give you a place to stay at the one of my cabins and you can come work for me. And so he had all, Give you know, expired meat. The one dude that had no legs that liked to race cars. Uh, <laughs> oh, and, and the Walmart discounts that they would have to give the lights. Oh. They, he had a pizzeria that was open because he was, started, we haven't even gotten it. Like, I think we're talking no, about no, the first like the half of generation. this. That's with, we're talking about the first what, half of the documentary uh, because it's not even like the second half gets even crazier than so this. Unbelievable. Yeah, then when the con artists start coming in, and then and the the people that try to steal his zoo that do steal his zoo. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, whoever his name, um, <laughs> straight up like having people monitor him and like just mess around, and how they tried to set up the the hits on Carol, and right. there's so much to unravel in this thing. At first, I was talking about this yesterday, saying that like I hate some mini series of documentaries that are like we're gonna do five episodes. But really, only one of them yeah. counts. Yeah, it's way too long. This one, at first, I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be that. But then each episode, I was like, what the fuck kept happening every time? It was... Well, then he starts running for office. Yeah. It's like it keeps getting crazy. It's like it's like where we're living now with Trump as president. Every time. There's like, now he's doing this? This is insane. But, it's, but at the same time, that's why I love America. Because I try not to tell anyone... You know what I mean? That's you why, can like every like America, <laughs> dude. If you if you want to shoot heroin between your toes and you can function and it doesn't bother <laughs> your neighbor, 
You know what I mean? You can every day, you just shoot smack all day, every day, and mm. it doesn't affect anyone's like, well, that affects people. I'm like, well, if it doesn't, you didn't know he was shooting smack his whole life, then sh- shoot your smack. Mm. If you want to take a rock, smack yourself in the head. You want to vote for Trump? I don't care. Uh, I don't care what religion you are. Vote for Joe Exotic for president. He took third place. <laughs> he took third place. And he ran for, for, gov- ran for governor Oklahoma. after because he said, I just can't wait another four years. Which While embezzling from his own company. <laughs> which is what ended up getting him nabbed by the feds at the end mm-hmm. was his embezzlement from his own company. You know, it's amazing. On the cast list, he's the only one that's like has the credit before you have to click on see full cast. <laughs> I wonder if he's like, please make sure that's the case. <laughs> I, well, just I, I give me. Well, there's part of me because I because I've been I've seen them cast uh, shows like this. Even though it's a uh, you know it's supposed to be you know true story and all that stuff, they still script it. They still and that's why I'm a little bit hesitant when the 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 Rick Kirkman you know when he kind of started talking a little bit like now be careful because they can still play with some of that. Mm-hmm. Some of these characters they they can, but none of these people came from central casting. Totally. Yeah. Totally. These people. They they lived that life, and the chick that got her arm chewed off, and went back to work because, seven days later. Because deep down, like, and this is what it proved to be. I, I feel shitty because we're spoiling all this shit. You still watch it; it's going to be just as crazy. Just watching what's it's, happening. It's, see, and that's and that's where like you. I've told you about my show. Like I, so I don't like to review new things mm. because I. I it, there's nothing to talk about. All, all we need to do is tease and tease and tease. But this has yeah. been out for a while now. It's been out for a few weeks, and that's my kind of. If, you know, if this you're isn't waiting. the Mandalorian. So if you get pissed off yeah. that that Joe Exotic, even now Mandalorian, for you. <laughs> second season's coming out. I think the first season should be wide open. I don't think anyone should like uh, episode seven or episode nine of Star Wars. I should be able to talk about it now. Oh, if yeah. you haven't seen it by now, then shut up. I think <laughs> I think for the sake of America and for getting through this social distancing we have to be able to talk about all right. the spoilers because what else is there to do well you saw my list of all the stuff i've been watching i did just you, in... you should name off a couple like a couple recommendations <laughs> for because i've been doing this for for some of the fans out there people that need right. recommendations that are stuck what was because you got like 20 movies up there bro i'm not well, gonna that, have you list 20 but give me like well, the just, three that i are like i watch things a little differently and a lot of this stuff i've already seen before but now i'll go back and i'll watch it for different reasons or i found out a different story of what was cast for what blah blah mm-hmm. um the whole reason why i went back and started watching the enterprise versions of the star treks is just because there's a facebook thing about saying that that third act was the best of any of the star treks so i was like okay let's, let me go back and see what the heck they're talking about let me i want to be <laughs> I'll go back and watch Alien, Alien, uh, Aliens, Coven. Uh, uh, pr- uh, I'll watch all of them, even if they they're not good. Uh, e- I'll find something good in them. Um, Alien Three has some really great stuff. Um, Old Dune has some really great stuff in it, and 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 the movie the director wanted to take his name off of it, uh, and put. That's when you know who the, the whole Alan Smithy thing came from. Mm-hmm. If a director didn't want to take credit for his own film. You could use Alan Smithy, which I believe you can reshumble it and it says anonymous or something oh, like really? that. You can't do that anymore. But uh, the, what was it? Uh, David Lynch that did uh, Dune. Tried to get his name taken off. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson's first movie, Heart 8. He wanted it to be called Sydney. Um, and they finally settled on his cut, their name. And even at the time when I was talking, he was like, yeah, it's starting to finally kind of hit home, but it's not what I wanted. And They're taking those people's movies. What do you think they're going to do your movie? 
they're just they're gonna yank it so i just i, I love movies and i'll go back and i'll watch them and i'll watch them and I'll, i'm a huge harry potter fan um and so if i watch the first one i might as well go through them i mean that's mm. basically on background while i'm vacuuming um and then we just start getting into some of the other ones like um as a matter of fact with doom the new director um who just did uh blade runner um and before that didn't he's even done knew which funny Dune. enough if you take out a name. lot of so I, his so letters Brady. will get dune if you <laughs> well hopefully there's two of them and and but, but technically we shouldn't have dune because blade runner bombed for him even though it won a bunch of awards it didn't make money and it shouldn't have given anybody else work because it made the, the company no money well, was dune but the first back, dune successful the first Dune was it was okay. Because I don't not think really that successful. one is even because really it shouldn't be made because it wasn't successful. Well, you read the book? No, I've not. But it's a, it's enormous. Holy crap! In little words, but it's um, but but his that villain we villain his filmography you can actually see all of his non French speaking films on either Hulu, Amazon, or Netflix right now. Um, Prisoners. Uh, there's enemy, Arrival. there's the one about the school shooting he did. Um, but brilliant young new filmmaker and, and people are like French. I thought he was from Canada. Yeah. He's French Canadian. Um, just <laughs> ex machina. Then I'll go all of a sudden and I'll go, okay, so now the, the Alex, you know, I like what he's in Alex Garland. He wrote 28 days later. He, uh, also wrote uh, dread with, uh, Carl urban. Mm. So now I got to put that in the list as well, because if we're going to be talking about Alex, I'm going to want to be talking about his and now uh, annihilation that no one talked about and talk about an all female cast, brilliant film mm. that just completely got passed over. If you want to have a fun time and, but who's, who's to blame hell for that? Was, I think that was the studio's fault because they flipped it, it right over to streaming too soon. That's why I don't, that's why I don't give a crap what the studios. That's why I don't care what critics say. Not everyone could be right. I'm not always right. I like what I like, but that's why I'll watch it. I'll watch movies that tank that are terrible, and I'll go back later. Um, it all started the first movie I ever um, did on a podcast where we were trying to do this, the first inception of what the movie hour is now. We were doing it, and the first thing we ever did was called Gleaming the Cube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> old, old movie with Christian Slater. Mm. And Tony Hawk has like a cameo and stuff like that. And it was so old that we were able to use the, the theme song as our theme song for our um, podcast for the next six months because, and YouTube didn't snag us because nobody gave a crap yeah. about that song. <laughs> and so that's just how my, that's just how my brain works. And well, so if I'm going to watch. Condense it down because you just gave everybody a shit ton again. So that just, but that's, <laughs> but that's where we're at is now. So it has to, it, you got to go back to what you like. And so rather than just say, I like these movies stop and say what did you like about him did mm -hmm. you like daniel radcliffe did you like a different director in the hair like we'll just talk about harry potter did you like hermione granger did you like did you like what she did did you like the different directors because we have four different directors david yates you could go which of those directors so rather than just to, so what else did david yates make mm. right he's done the uh secret beasts um did you like those? What else has he written? What, is he a producer? Is what is and so then you can start unfolding a lot about filmmaking. What else did they do before they got here? Like Alex Garland, oh, okay. who's writing okay. eight days later. So I think I know what you're saying now. So what you're you're kind of recommending to people is not so much keep trying to like look for something different, but go back to the yeah. stuff that you love. Figure out and what you like about them. You're 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 yeah. challenging some some people to start uh, critically thinking about film. I don't know about yeah. that, Jim. 
<laughs> well, Ridley Scott, you like Alien, right? Yeah. Not so much. Not so much Cameron's version. Okay, so now don't watch his hits. Go watch the ones that didn't do so well. Mm. Go watch Orlando Bloom. You know, go play. You know, King of the of the of the Titans and watch the ones that he's not so good in. Find yeah. a, an actor that you love and go watch a whole segment of his you know filmography and you'll learn a lot more about that actor if you watch what they made like keanu reeves is popular right now but you go back to 47 ronin which was just made was a huge flop just recently it was on the same street nobody talks about that one mm. but i watched it three times <laughs> okay. and so that's just how my brain works and so there is no i'm gonna watch this next it literally comes down to something will something will click uh I want to watch now that I just said Christian Slater. I haven't seen Christian Slater in a while. I'm gonna go watch True Romance. I'm gonna go watch, uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's just what that's just what starts happening, dude. And then there's always something to watch. I think that's a good plan, and I think a lot of audiences don't really look at it that way. But I don't know. Chase, I, follow the rabbit hole. You know, see where it takes you. Yeah. And well, we have you have Hulu, you have Amazon, you have HBO, you have. Mm-hmm. You have a camcorder. You want to make something right now. Nobody's in the streets. Go make a movie. Uh, I I'm gonna go against that one. Do not go out in the streets. Um, Why not? Ah, just cause it's getting crazier. Yeah, but don't so, be around people. Don't don't you, get well, people's grandmas sick. <laughs> don't be around other people. But you can be out in the streets. But what happens when you need someone to hold the camera? I do it myself. Man. <laughs> That's I'm trying where to find a way a to selfie sh- stick. Damn it! I'm trying to find a way to write direct shoot and star in my own film on my iphone in my spare time nice that's that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> that's super cool dude and really thank you again for coming on and talking about this yeah, um, sorry that's a really confusing way of looking at it but it's not it's just i think it's I... a great way to look at it let me ask you this though so just... if do you rate tv series if you were to rate this what would you say for king for tiger king i keep calling it i king have a hard Tigers. time with tv series tv i don't like sitcom television yes i haven't watched sitcom television in a long 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 time because there's it, a, a good friend of mine charlie halford was on one of these shows and he was really digging diving into it and the producer says hey man this is just filler for commercials and i'm like this is his art and the producer's telling him dude don't take it so seriously so i don't CSI, I don't, I don't watch those shows, but I do like this kind of a show. The one about the dude that drew the penises that he was in trouble for. Which one was that one that just clicked in my head? Now I'm going to have to go back and watch that. It was a mockumentary, but basically it was like a four or five episode. Um, have you I'm seen find the, clown, the clown documentary on Hulu? Well, what is it called? Happy. It's this guy that... Yes, yeah, the, he's a miserable clown, and he shows up for birthday parties and, and fucks with kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you amazing. seen Clown? Have you seen the movie Clown? Just follow that. Where he, if you liked Joker, just start following the clown hole, people. Clown, just <laughs> go down that rabbit hole. Maybe there are other not, movies I'll, I'll never call it the clown hole again. That sounds a little bad. <laughs> the clown hole. No, I'll find that. I'll, it's really good when it's when I'll suggest for a TV series if you liked this one and you want to find something more like it. It isn't based on real story but it could be and it, for the longest time you're like is this real but it's basically a kid who draws boners in classes all the time mm. someone draws a boner on one of the cars and they turn into this huge who drew the boner on the cars and it's like it's brilliant <laughs> and i can't remember what it is now it can't be any weirder than this so i i would it's, say let's give that a shot 
Well, I, but yes, I, I don't know. I don't think yeah, I perfect. have a rating I would, for it. I would suggest it. Suggest it. It does have bad language. I have to tell people that because my mother watches stuff. She doesn't care about anything, but you drop the f bomb, and my mom just cringes. She just folds. Mm. Well, she's watching Punch Drunk Love while they're talking about you know Georgia peaches and blah blah blah. But you know, one f bomb from her son, and she just oh, why do you have to say it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Tiger but King no, love, is on Tiger Netflix, guys. Go and watch that as well. I think it's definitely worth the seven episodes. And then post post on your remarks, stuff that we missed, because there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I, and I, we can't get that on the movie hour enough. Like, I want people to post their own ideas. I talk my own ideas all the time. What did I miss? Make me go, oh, shit. Go back and go. Yeah. Because that's I, I love i love discussion so thank you so much for having me on because uh, as you can see i geek out now i'm gonna I for the next two yeah, hours i'll be in my room i'm just gonna be like <laughs> jim where can the people jim. find you what i know you've got a youtube channel amongst many many others but do yeah, you have a hashtag something on Twitter? i gotta get better at i gotta get better that's one of the things that i'm trying to be better at like for a while i had four imdb pages and i would keep changing my professional name and because i just didn't care like i loved it directing i did one thing so you really can't find me very well right now now i'm realizing that it's probably a good idea but i'm i'm around i pop in and out and i'm gonna try to be better at that and try to find a way to or if someone can help me with that that's people helping people man i'll help you you help me (laughs) nice (laughs) terrible self-publication and (laughs) helping myself out and i'm so wonderful with quarantine we all gotta help each other out and yeah. that about does it for this episode, everybody. Make sure to like, do all the shit. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. And we will see you at the next review. Yeah!